Hello everybody and welcome to the first episode of Father Son Wrestling Podcast. Took a while after the first pilot that we have on our YouTube channel. And uh, here goes with episode one. I am your co-host, Jay Rodriguez. Uh, welcome to FSW. I am Felix. Today, we will be here talking to you about the current state of WWE. Raw, SmackDown, Royal Rumble, and the possible signing of the Bullet Club and Shinsuke Nakamura. I hope I said that right. Let's start. Let's start with the signings. The reports went out that AJ Styles and um, Nakamura, before their match in in, in uh, New Japan, gave the New Japan people notice that they will be leaving due to the fact that they signed a contract with WWE, possibly. No reports have been confirmed. WWE has been talking about them on WWE.com, but it hasn't been confirmed. We don't know what's going to happen, when it's going to happen. There's a chance that AJ Styles was going to be on the Rumble. We we have to find out. Uh, Rumble's this Sunday, January 24th. Hope I got that right. Yeah, well, with WWE uh, writers, who who can tell? Who can tell what's going to happen? They've been just horrendous for about two or three years now. It's just... I mean, it's getting better. It's just the logic's not there. Dewey Foley, son of the hardcore legend and WWE Hall of Famer Mick Foley, started working in the WWE creative crew. I think that's good. I mean, if he's you know as intelligent in wrestling as his father is, we're going to see a lot of good storylines coming up. Yeah, I, but I, he, he probably doesn't have a lot of... Uh, a lot of clout, um, you know. He's probably in the bottom of the pole. You know, when when I, a few years ago, maybe twenty years ago, McMahon went on TV and and pretty much said that he was tired of insulting our intelligence. Yet then he goes back to this this crap that we see every night on Monday Night Raw. Granted, it's been getting a little better, but I don't see it. Any drastic changes yet? The big problem is people are comparing it to NXT. NXT is its own entity. And it's run by different people. They're not the same people as in the main roster. These these guys, they have their, they're their own show. That's Triple H's show. I still don't believe to this day Triple H is running Raw or SmackDown. Because it's just not him. Well, we, we're here in, in Orlando. And uh, we go to NXT. We've seen a few of the tapings. Um, when we first started going, it was exciting, it was new, it was great. Uh, they seem to have reverted back to WWE style of wrestling and where it doesn't make sense anymore. Um, and I'm afraid, I'm afraid that they're going to ruin AJ Styles and, and the Bullet Club. Although we had uh, Doc Gallows at one point. I believe he was Festus. And Luke Gallows, where the Gallows name started. Part yeah, of um, was... Straight Edge, Straight Edge Society. So, um, and they mucked that up. And so he wound up in TNA, where... Uh, That's where they brought in the name Doc. The, uh, he became, the director of chaos with the Aces and Eights. Aces of Eights, yeah. And, you know, they they have a lot of talent that they can do so much with. I wish somehow I can become a writer for them. Um, 
I've been wrestling, been watching wrestling for 40 years, so pretty much can uh, contribute to them. But I'm just a little pee in the pot. I think though, going going to Japan, going to TNA in Japan, I think was something Gallows should have done. I think that's a good idea. He really revamped his character and his 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 way of wrestling. I think he's so much better than when he was Festus and Luke Gallows. I love the Luke Gallows gimmick uh, with the Straight Edge Society and CM Punk and um, Serena. But it's just, after without that, he was nothing. Now he's his own entity. He's Doc Gallows. He'll probably brought, brought back as Luke Gallows. He might get a name change. But he will be a tag team with Carl Anderson, his tag team partner from the Bullet Club. So I think that's a really good tag team to bring into this division um, with the way the tag team division is and how it's really getting more credibility nowadays. And I think that's a really good tag team that they're bringing in. Yeah, well, you know, um, you see what they did to the Dudley boys. All the hype, all the, the surprise and the and all the fanfare they, they bought. And now lately they've been doing nothing but losing. Um, granted, they're older team now, but, you know, every now and then, you know, even the Road Dog and Billy Gunn got their their tag team title run when they returned. And what they doing to, to Bubba and, and Devon is it's a travesty. It really is. They they got they were brought in as veterans to to job, but well originally they were brought in. They were gonna have another run as a tag team. They were going for the titles. There was reports saying they were going for the titles, but uh uh, WWE got word the doctors cleared uh, Jay Uso or Jimmy Uso, one of them, and they were gonna bring him back and they were gonna have their run again. Since that report came out, it's been New Day as champion. They've been winning and winning and winning. This Sunday at the Rumble, they will be facing him for the WWE Tag Team Championships, and I think this is the time that Usos will win. They're gonna have their rematch in Elimination Chamber. Now, now, I I like the Usos. Don't get me wrong. I think they're they're an exciting young team, but um, honestly, I think they should give the Dudley Boys one last run. I mean, I know they got twenty three World Tag Team Championships and they got nothing to prove, but um, I, I'm sure the fans out there would, would like to uh, see one more run, especially the younger kids today that. Never got to see them in their herd in their heydays, but um, you know it's you know it's it's the right thing to do. Like uh, McMahon likes to say, uh, uh, it was a time honored tradition, and I think the time honored tradition should be a run at the tag team titles and not some mockery that we saw here the last couple of months. Well, I know Usos need that WrestleMania moment, but I'll prefer seeing them beat New Day, beat them again because you know they're gonna have the rematch is under contract. Then at WrestleMania, have a major TLC match: the Usos facing off against the Dudleys, and have the Dudleys win at Mania, and then have the Usos win it back. Maybe after two, two, well, three months. The, the New Day is just another uh, comedy act in the side. They they shouldn't. Be champions now. Um, it's a mockery what they did to Big E because he's big guy. You know he has potential, and so does Coffee, Kofi. But um, 
not a big fan of, of Xavier Woods. Um, I think that he should be doing his old thing when he first came in with the the long hair and the mustache. I think that was they could have gone someplace with that. No, that wasn't going nowhere. That was going nowhere. They were, it sucked. They gave him Brodus Clay's theme song. He had that short feud. You're taking my theme song. You're taking my theme song. Blah blah blah. He ended, nothing came of it. Well, you know, there's just some people that should not be heels, and Kofi Kingston is one of those guys. He should not be. It's not that they don't. They can't be heels. It's how they do. It. You don't like the New Day character, but the fact of the New Day is that that that's dumb in real life. That's just dumb naturally. But and, up to a ten, and they're they're making them a heel. That's the thing. Well, they, every every decade has that one wrestler. That should never be healed. In the 80s was Ricky Steamboat. Uh, of course, in the 90s, the prominent Sting. He should have never been healed. He never he was. Did, he turned healed a little bit in the Wolfpack. But, uh, but they, they were they still quickly the, reverted they were, back Yeah, they were still the good guys against the NWO because nobody liked Hogan. They really liked Nash and Sting at that time when they did it. They were getting tired of Hogan. So that's what that was. But in the 90s, I mean... It was different. Now is today's wrestling. You need to explore. You need to be both. And, and in the two thousands, um, I think, and this is just my opinion, but I think that Kurt Angle fit in that mode where he should have never been healed because when they did turn him heel, he he became a joke. He was wearing little cowboy hats and having little. Well, that was still the, that was the late nineties. Once it reached two thousands and the evasion came through, um, he never turned heel again. If I'm correct, after the invasion, he was the big baby face that that saved the WWE, WWF at the time from the WCW ECW invaders. And I never saw him heel ever again. He was face from then on until his time leaving WWE for uh, TNA. But but he. I think they did a, a big injustice in him. He, you know, he should never have turned heel. He's he's the America's guy. He he was our Olympic hero, and he should have always been face, sort of like Sting was. Um, I don't know. It could have been him. It could have been him who brought it up and say, "Hey, I want to be heel," because most most guys today, and then and yesteryears. Everybody wanted to be a heel for some reason. And, I, and today I'm hearing, you know, uh, how it's so much easier to be a heel. Um, of course, we have a family member in pro wrestling, and um, he's an up-and-comer in, in the indies right now, but he loves to be a heel. He says it's so much easier than, than going up there and chumming up to the, to the fans. So, because uh, it's not easy to get people to love you, it's always and that's life. It's never easy to get people to like you. It's easier to get people to hate you. You do one stupid thing, you do one wrong thing, and that's you for the rest of your time for them. So you got to prove yourself he face. And I think being heel to turn face is the greatest thing. Because once you're heel, you're doing all these bad things. But then come you know the big baby face is in trouble, and now guess who comes to save him? The heel. In, in which then he turns face. Well, and that the, gets the biggest pop. Well, the thing is, like, if, for instance, let's take this this uh, wrestler over in Ring of Honor. Um, 
the guy that had the little twins over him all the time. Uh, um, Dalton Castle. Dalton Dalton Castle. He looks like they were going the rule breaker heel type of character with that guy, but he became popular with all his antics and his um, homophobic uh, homer or whatever he was trying to to accomplish. But it got over with the fans and they started cheering him. And um, so sometimes, you know, you just got to go out there and just see what the fans want. It, it depends on the fans. The fans are going to tell you if this character should be heel or it should be face. And um, and we've seen that in the WWE today also with uh, with Bray Wyatt. Um, he was meant to be this evil character, uh, maniacal. But the fans just love this guy. And, uh, you know, well, how many times can you see uh, a heel Bray Wyatt coming out and all of a sudden all the flashlights come up out of the phones? Even the people who hate him. Just is fun to do, yeah. So it's you know it's not is the fans are gonna tell you when, when uh, when what the character should go or sh- or should be. Well, you know, let's have him heal. Let's have him, you know. And and it all started with Stone Cold. Stone Cold was meant to have been a bad guy, but he got over with the fans and and he was able to uh, win them over. And he, you know, the rest is history, as we all know. Austin three sixteen and and all that rattlesnake thing, and fans going crazy. And they even tried to turn him bad again during the invasion, and they were still cheering him. They couldn't. You just the couldn't. only way they booed him was when Stephanie was next to him, because she just has a face to boo even now. That's so annoying with her. I, I don't, I don't personally hate Stephanie McMahon. I always say this. I don't hate Stephanie McMahon Levesque. I hate Stephanie McMahon Helmsley. One's a character, one's a real life person. I hate the character. Well, the the McMahons need to uh, minimize their 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 airtime. Um, it was fun, but now it's getting old. And McMahon, uh, especially Stephanie, who's not going to win an Oscar anytime soon, but she, uh, you know, she she needs to stay in the back. You know, in order to get these people, these guys, this storyline of the McMahons or the authority to work, you need something to contradict them. And that was something that they missed while the authorities and Seth Rollins thing was happening. And the fans, and they, it, the, the ratings were lagging. They were lagging because people were tired of the same thing every Monday, every Monday, because there was nothing to contradict or counteract the authority. You know, they should have, they could have bring in a guy like Sting to be a GM that kind of balances out the show where the good guys are not being screwed all the time and the bad guys, you know, get their way a little bit. But they didn't want to do that. They just wanted to show the authorities. And we kept seeing beatdowns after beatdowns after beatdowns after beatdowns. And of course, people start turning off because it's the same thing over and over again. So the ratings took a hit and they continue to take a hit. Um, lately, it's been uh, up because now they, they're doing different things creatively. 
and um, people are just want, tuning in to see, hey, let's see what they're going to do. Can they get better? And they, they did that. They contradicted Wistick. He caused the authority to get out of power. But the next week, Edge was there. He was talking with Cena, trying to tell him, you know, he's crazy and stuff like that. I don't fully remember that episode. But, and then Seth Rollins comes in, threatens to break his neck and per, uh, permanently damage him and paralyze him. And Cena said, fine, fine, fine. The authority's back in power. And then Sting never came back to fix it. Sting wrestles him at Mania. He wrestles uh, Triple at Mania. And Hunter beats him. They have the NWO and the DX come in. Hunter beats him. And then he, he goes for his second match for the WWE Championship against Rollins. And then Rollins beats him. And now he's going to the Hall. He's going to the Hall with an 0-2 record in the WWE. I think that's the dumbest thing they've ever done with well, a star it goes, like Sting. It goes back to, to, to the creative writers. They are horrendous. Triple H, McMahon, Stephanie, your writers are horrendous. Get people who actually know what wrestling is about. You know? Um, they... What they did to Sting was a travesty. Uh, I, you know, I can, I heard a little stories here and there where Sting wanted to lose, which makes no sense to me whatsoever. Um, but he, he should have came in with. They should have treated him a little better than what they did, and that's why I'm afraid with AJ coming in. They're not gonna leave. They're not gonna let AJ be AJ. So we're gonna get a watered down version of him who continues to lose every other. I'll every tell other you this Raw. though, Sting had nothing going for him, and no disrespect to him, TNA his TNA run that was done. He was there for what ten years almost. It's done. If he would have said, "Well, if you're gonna treat me like this, I can go back to TNA. Go back to TNA. They're gonna treat you like shit again. They're gonna make you lose even more." AJ is another story. He can say, "I'm going to. I can go back to Japan if you're gonna treat me like this." AJ, he's pushing forty, but AJ still can still go. Yeah, but uh, they also there's contracts involved. If he signs a three year contract, and he can't pull that until his last year, so he would pretty be he pretty much be in their mercy for the next three years. I'll tell you this, with the with the crap that happened between Styles and TNA. And the fact that the instant, the instantly when he goes into New Japan, he's the new uh, um, leader of the Bullet Club. He has a lot of say. He did not sign this. If he did, because again, still not confirmed, he didn't. He would have not signed this WWE contract if he wasn't going to have it his way. Somehow, some way, it was. Gonna, it's going to be AJ's way. AJ will be the champion. AJ is going to get his. Time. Now the question. The question is, will, will they bring in? Uh, Finn Balor from downstairs from from the NXT. Not anytime soon. To and, and actually have a Bullet Club and uh, what what is the Bullet Club? Are they fan favorites? Are they rule breakers? Are they heels? They are rule break. They're they're heels. Uh, on on Talk to Jericho, Finn Balor was a guest. He explained that he said it was finally time for him to turn heel. The New Japan people, uh, bookers came out to him. They said, "Hey, we're gonna turn you heel." He said, "That's amazing." Finally getting my chance to be healed. He was faced throughout the whole time in his indie time. And he came up with the idea with this group, similar to the NWO. And then coming up with the name, he didn't want three letters. He came up with the Bullet Club because of they were always having like gun signs and like if they're shooting something. And 
they debuted, I believe, in a, the World Heavyweight Championship match that he was in. And they attacked the champion, and they helped him win. And that was his big heel turn. So they are heel. If they come in, they will be heel. Definitely Doc and, and uh, Carl Anderson. Uh, Sinsuke Nakamura, not Bullet Club member. He will be separately. I could see him having maybe a feud with with uh, Hideo. They they know each other very well. I mean, there's a good first feud. You go with somebody who you know. This has nothing to do with Japan versus Japan. It has to do with wrestler versus wrestler. And AJ's not going to be a part of it. I can tell you that. Not maybe later, but he will be going straight to the main roster. Doc and Carr will be going to NXT as well as Nakamura. I, I, I have I have doubts whether he's going to make the roster right away. They didn't make Joe. They didn't bring Joe up. But Joe wanted to be in NXT. He saw what NXT was. Now, as much as AJ wants to, he's pushing 40. He doesn't think he can go any well, further. You know, Joe, some old Joe is a little, he's, good. he's a little up there in age, too. He's right? a little, I think he's like a year younger, but he, he doesn't care when he gets called up. I'm sure. He knows he's getting called up. ultimate goal is to be in the main roster. No doubt. WWE. Same thing with Finn. And, and I think that also came into play with, with James Storm. He wanted to be up there in the, the main roster, and then they... They didn't want him to be, so they lowballed him and give him such a small little uh, contract offer, which is ultimately led him back to TNA and the re- the reformation of uh, beer money. So I think the idea of sending everybody to NXT has nothing to do with disrespect. You have to get used to the WWE uh, way. Well, let's face it. NXT, as much as they want to talk about being a, its own brand... It's the minor leagues for WWE. That's where all the young athletes down there get their their break and they they learn their trade and then they bring them up. Now, how they do is they bring in people like Joe and and James Storm and whoever's of Rhino and to teach these kids how to do things right. You know how to do a promo, um, when to do a spot. You know, that's why they're bringing in these guys to help them out. You know, um, Austin Aries was, was cited. He, he was, they saw him in NXT, but he never made the TV. But he's not even in TNA either. So, Where is he? Um, yeah, who knows? Who knows? He, you know, he's, he's a great athlete. He's, you know, he's definitely um, NXT material. He's, he's a small guy who can wrestle. Um, he too is up there in age, so he can't do. That's the problem, though. See, before they rebranded FCW, no one was gonna go down there. Joe wouldn't be in FCW. Finn maybe, but he would have been up by now. AJ would have never gone to FCW. Storm no FCW. They would have been straight up, but it's it's what NXT is today. Yes, they are the minor leagues, but they're their own brand. It's like Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor is one is uh, what number three wrestling company in the world under TNA and WWE being respectively one and two. But they're still technically, by a technicality, don't quote me, the minor leagues. Nobody wants to make a career in Ring of Honor. They want to be in Ring of Honor, but they want to make a career somewhere else. And it's. It is what it is. You know, it's like 
They're trying to make not it's not WWE NXT anymore like it was when it first originated in 2010 as a, for the rookies and the challenges. It's NXT. That's it. You sign an NXT contract when you're ready to be called up to the main roster. You have to sign an NXT uh, WWE main roster contract. It's like baseball. You know you can get the best the best baseball player in in Japan, but there's a chance he's going to the minors. You can get the best Cuban slugger in, in Cuba, but there's a chance you're, he's going to the minors. It's not about what you can do. It's about seeing what you can do for me. And that's what NXT is. And that's why I feel people do need to go down to NXT sometimes. You know, Storm knows how to wrestle. Styles knows how to wrestle. Joe knows how to wrestle. It's not about learning. It's about what can you do in this company. We know what you can do in TNA. We know what you can do in Ring of Honor, New Japan, and all the others. What can you do for me in this company? Well, we're going to take a two-minute pause. For, um, when we return, Well, we're going to discuss Monday Night Raw from last night. Um, possible uh, mystery entrance to the Royal Rumble. and uh, We'll talk about fantasy and logical mystery yeah, entrance. You know. Who we probably like to see, and who we definitely won't want to see. But hang in tight, and we'll be right back. In the world, that—that's what you were gonna do. You—you you were gonna do the movie trailer, really? We're a bunch of idiots that wrestle in not even a ring. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, this is JPW Superstar Jay Mercy, and I'm here to tell you, you're watching Father Son Wrestling Podcast on SoundCloud. I'm also here to invite you to YouTube.com on the JPW Junior Pro Wrestling channel. Come watch us, Jay Mercer, Archangel, Harley J. Knight, Spike, Cliffhanger, and many more will be idiots. But we're the best damn idiots in the industry, and you better know it. JPW, only on YouTube.com. Subscribe and don't forget to tell your friends about us. J P W. From the many, one will rise. Thirty superstars, one monumental task. Outlast twenty nine others. Carve your destiny. And for the first time in WWE history, it's one versus all. As WWE World Heavyweight Champion Roman Reigns is forced to defend his title in the Royal Rumble match. WWE Royal Rumble. For new subscribers only, WWE Royal Rumble is free. Only on WWE Network. Welcome back here to FSW Father Son Wrestling Podcast. Uh, we talked a little bit about pro wrestling. Uh, we're going to here to talk about Monday Night Raw. Um, gotta say, it's been uh, it's been improving. Um, needs a little more help. I, I like the open uh, with Roman 
Roman coming out, calling out Brock. Obviously, Brock's not there. And you bring in Y2J, Chris Jericho, baby. Bring him in. Now, a lot of people are getting tired of Jericho. Jericho is my wrestling idol. But even I disagreed with the jacket and no shirt. What the hell were you thinking? Yeah, yeah. Well, he's still stuck in the 90s. But, but he still has the mic skills. And I like that. We all know the history of Roman Reigns and his mic skills. He did go to a class while gone. Uh, I think he worked with his cousin, The Rock. And, you know, he got better. He's not. He's still not the greatest. He's funny. We got that. You know, he's funny. And... But he has it in his mind. He has it in him. He just doesn't know how to bring it out. That's um, something that he can work on. You know, his career is just starting, so he's he's got time. So they did their spot, and um, the guest for the highlight reel later that night was gonna be Brock Lesnar and his advocate Paul Heyman. But what better than to get three of the top contenders of the Rumble, Chris Jericho, the host. His guest, Brock Lesnar, along with WWE Champion, who eventually gets announced as the number one entrant in the Rumble, Roman Reigns. So, he invited him. And here comes my father's favorite group, sarcastic voice, insert here, the League of Nations. Sheamus, Rusev, Barrett, and Alberto De Rio. Yeah, they, they need help with that. Um, one minute they're showing this powerhouse. The next minute they're being trashed. Um, I don't think they know exactly where they're going with this this kind of uh, faction. Um, I hope this is the year, 2016, that uh, there's a lot of factions. Sort of There's like a lot it, of good ones that could come in. Sort of like the 80s when I was growing up. Uh, you know, we had the Freebirds, the Horsemans, and uh, Dudes with Attitudes, and, um, you know, we had a whole bunch of groups and factions that uh, even had banded ta- together. Even had tag teams that were sometimes better than factions, like the Midnight Express. Yeah. At one point, they had the Midnight Express versus Well, you the also Midnight had Express. Dusty Rose and Nikita Koloff with uh, the Road Warriors. That was sort of a faction against the, the Horsemen also. Um and then you had the Survivor Series faction when, you know, I I was born in 97. I grew up around the Survivor Series where there was a match with the champion. I love the idea of having a champion defending his title every month or every pay-per-view at least. Um, but I also like the Survivor Series of, you know, every match was a Survivor Series. It wasn't the traditional match, two of them and... One means something and the other doesn't, you know. I liked the I, I liked when they had Hogan and his group, Warrior and his group, Macho Man and his group, Dusty Rhodes and his group. It was the big stars in the Survivor Series. Well, that, that started in the 90s because that was McMahon being McMahon. He doesn't know when he has something good. And uh, he decided to eliminate those those four-on-four or five-on-five or sometimes and just go back into regular matches. But, you know, I understand it. In the world of boxing, the world of, at the time, the, the re-rising MMA with UFC, there was, they had pay-per-views, I think every other month, every two, three months, whatever it was, and there was a fight and a fight and a fight and a fight until the end of the night. You know, 
and you come in with with the WWE and pro wrestling, and you got the gimmick matches and you know the Survivor Series matches. You have to adapt, adapt, improvise, overcome, and that's that's what Vince McMahon had to do, and that's what he's doing now, which is you know not not the best. He needs to adapt more the way Indies are doing it, but then he does that, and then guess who's he guess who's copying Ring of Honor and New Japan? So it's it's a hard business to be in. Yeah, he, the man he gave us the Goblin Gooker. But oh, uh, <laughs> he uh, so going back to Raw last night. Um, League of Nations came out. League of Nations did come out and uh, pretty much got their asses handed over to them. And um, you know, Sheamus came out calling the fans stupid. Yeah, and then the, the fans looked, really get on him about that. You're stupid. You are stupid. You look stupid because the whole mohawk. And, uh, I mean, I know fans do that, but Columbus, Ohio, you disappointed me. I know the Dudley boys weren't aren't as big as when they just came back, but every Raw they get cheered, and it was the the most dead crowd I've ever yeah, seen they, for they the were, Dudleys. They were clueless over the whole night. In Cleveland, there's just towns that are wrestling towns, and then you have Cleveland. And uh, so, and then Jericho went on. Uh, I got confused. I was like, "Whoa, is this a special guest GM?" He made a match: Roman Reigns versus Rusev. He threw himself as a special guest referee. He took out Barrett. He threw him out. He threw out Sheamus. He threw out Dario. And uh, obviously, later on in the night, Stephanie gets on him, and the whole he added a new guest to to the highlight reel. And well, I think that WWE should go back to that little gimmick where. Every week we had a new GM. But it was a joke. They made it such a joke. They brought in guys that had no business. Like Jer- Jeremy Piven calling SummerSlam Summerfest. That was that was the worst GM debacle I've ever seen. Well, I, I think that if they keep that concept... Where's my dad, Emily? And use um, actual former superstars like Shawn Michaels, uh, Road Dog, Billy Gunn. Although Billy Gunn has been fired. Um... Uh, but guys like that, Ventura. They, I think the best, the, my favorite guest GM in that era was Jesse Ventura, because then they brought back the Vince McMahon and Jesse Ventura. Uh, yeah, that was, that was classic. That was that was classic TV. Um, but yeah, they they need to, you know, they got to do something that's gonna con- counter uh, the authority, you know. Um, couple of weeks ago on Raw when McMahon returned on TV and you know I was hoping that he went and and wanted to go against the authority but of course the writers put him back again and he's this heel Mr. McMahon who supposedly was never going to be seen on TV again and but, but this is still good because you know now is Vince's staff uh Triple H is there I I have a theory with Triple H. He's not going to be showing until the Rumble. I feel like, and we're going to go, go on this topic. Uh, I'll leave this to the side, but let me say now. Triple H will be in an entry in the Royal Rumble. So that's why he's not on TV. But with, with Vincent and Stephanie controlling the company now on TV per se, Vince is the go-to guy anyways. But, you know, on TV, they're, they're the one running the show. It's perfect time. To bring in my favorite non-wrestling wrestler, this man. Here comes the money. 
Here we go. Yes, this man, Shane McMahon, the brother of Stephanie, the eldest child of Vince. Come, come back. I know he wanted to go a different route, but just, just come back. You have, you have your feud with your sister and your father. You try to take the company. You know, obviously he's going to be two against one. You bring in Linda. Have a whole McMahon feud. In the late 90s when they did that, I loved that. When you had Vince versus Stephanie and Shane who were controlling WCW, ECW, early 2000s. Storyline, obviously. And then you had the unbiased Linda McMahon just coming in and... I just don't want to see another McMahon family spill all over the TV again. It I'm, seems like every time they feel the ratings are down, they bring this family back into the... But we haven't seen them in years. I think the last time we saw Shane was when he came side-by-side side with Vince so, and I Triple. I would love to see Shane, Shane O'Mac back, you know. But, you know, he, he's very limited. We all know he's he sold his share of the business to Stephanie. But then the storyline... So, he left, he left, he left with a good sum of money. Yeah, but you can put that in a storyline. A mystery buyer of the WWE bought a huge share and is now going to be the, the head of the board of directors. He's going to be showing up, blah, blah, blah. Stuff like that. I know, TNA did it, Mick Foley, but guess what? It failed. So it's like it never happened. That was the worst thing. Because then Mick left. He knew what was right. But... I say do that. Bring in Shane. Nothing big. A, a good feud. Small. It's not about the McMahons, but it's it's the background of the McMahons. Nobody, I mean, nobody else owns this company but the McMahons. You can still have Shane and Stephanie, Shane versus Stephanie, and they have like Sheamus versus Reigns or or Ambrose versus Sheamus or whatever you want, whatever they want to put to represent each other. Because they're not going to fight. And it could be something like that. I mean, we had McMahon-Trump fighting, but they didn't fight in the ring. They had their, their goons, the, the Lashley and Umaga. So we can have something like that. Well, we turned way out of off to- topic here. Um, yes, we I did. guess we could talk about that in another show. But uh, let's, this, let's we uh, get the first match of the night, and, and I believe it's Shane. Uh, uh, Reigns versus Rusev. With Rusev. The- Against uh, the reigning, defending heavyweight champion of the world, Roman Reigns. Special uh, guest, Chris Jericho, referee. Who, by the way, uh, uh, if you people out there don't know, but uh, Rusev was trained by the Samoans. Um, so he trained a lot with with Roman. So uh, Not too much. Because Roman is a... Oddly enough, a FCW guy. That's where he mainly got trained. But he got he learned his trade yeah. through his uncles. Because that. he got he uh, Rikishi was uh, in Knox Pro over in uh, I believe San Jose, California. That's where Rusev went, along with his cousin uh, Black Pearl and uh, former WWE superstar Gangrel David Heath over there. They were training. That that's their school. That's where Rusev came out of. So that's their biggest. Their biggest and most successful student coming from that. And uh, so, Roman and him, they, they, they know each other. It's just amazing how the writers are still trying to get Rusev over as this monster. And he's just really not. It's not working. 
He's not. He's not that guy. They may have to turn this guy face. Does it have sort to of like the the '80s uh, when uh, Nikita Koloff turned on on his uncle Ivan? And I don't. I don't. I don't need to see a patriotic Rusev. I want to see the Bulgarian Rusev who realized that America is not as bad as he thought. But there's no Ivan Koloff to Rusev. Nikita had Ivan to turn on. Who is Rusev going to turn on? Well, he didn't really turn on Ivan Koloff. He turned on... He turned in honor of Magnum TA, who had just had that um, that tragic uh, accident that ended his career. And... Um, well, t- typically, uh, ultimately, the NWA lost one of their big top draws and fan favorite, and they needed another. And who better than Nikita Koloff? So, you know, that's a turn that can happen with Rusev, you know? Um, even though he has he had a feud with, with quite a few American heroes, nothing like... Nikita Koloff versus Dusty Rose, obviously, but he did feud with John Cena and, and for the most part, Jack Swagger. Um, but they kept Swagger never won. Yeah. It mean nothing. Mm-hmm. Cena beat him. Swagger didn't, and that's that's we did. I understand when Swagger came back the first time, he was in line for the World well, they, Heavyweight they Championship. Also, they also tried with Mark Henry, and that failed. But Mark Henry is a veteran. He's about to retire. He's a veteran who was in there to job. That's fine. Let him. I know that's what he likes to do. He likes to work with the young cats, and he likes to he likes to uh, build them up. But that's fine. Swagger's not. Swagger is what thirty two years old. He has a lot more years on him. He's a great wrestler. Uh, who cares if he's not good on the mic? And you just didn't let him win. Why? Because he got busted with pot three freaking years ago. Get over it. He paid his dues. He went to court. He got his probation or whatever he was. Get over it. And man, that guy's really over with that we the people thing. Um, the fans are really interacting with him. He doesn't even need the, the minute his hand goes over his heart. The fans are ready and it already says it. Yeah, well, you know. But yeah, we get a a, a typical, you know. Nice matches, though. The, Roman gets a beat down, takes a big beating from from Rusev. Uh, we get, you know, the the interference from uh, the League of Nations that ultimately is one of the highlight reel of the match, if I may, if I may, um, which gets them thrown out by Chris Jericho, who. In Chris Jericho fashion, said, "Get out!" And with the spin of Rooney and all that crazy. Cartwheels. Jericho, so. don't do it again. <laughs> um, so after that, Reigns does um, eventually lose. Correct. Let's see. He does lose. Oh yeah, he spears him to hell. Actually, listen, people. We we don't have. Great memory. We're, we're reading notes. It says Reigns with a Superman punch to Rusev, followed by a spear for the three count. Winner Rusev. Obviously a typo. Roman won. 
after the Superman punch spear combo. One, two, three, hit the music. Um, then we go to the, the, the backstage segment, Chris Jericho and Stephanie. Chris almost saying my favorite line, calling her a trash bag hoe. One of my favorite attitude error moments with uh, the whole Jericho versus Stephanie. Tells him, you know, this is not 99, that's not going to work. Actually, that backstage segment was worthless. It meant nothing. It was it was a good, you know, nostalgic moment. Sorry, guys, if you hear that. It's a little wire moving around. Um, it, it was a nice little nostalgic moment, but, you know, I'm a Jericho fan. I'm going to love it. All right, give me my moment. Let's, let's, we're going to move on. We've been on that too damn long. We're going to talk about something that gets underappreciated in the WWE, and that's the Divas. We had this big movement, you know, the Divas Revolution, and it just failed. Like, what happened? And we get this match. Brie Bella comes out with, with Foxy, Alicia Fox. And Natalia comes out. She needs a counterpart, and boom, here comes the returning Paige. But Paige is not returning, returning. She's still going through the concussion. But, you know, Total Divas, the next night, obviously they need to... Advertise. They needed a plug. But it was a quick match. Literally, I'm looking at the results. And I can read this in a few seconds. Natalia with the waist lock. Takedown drop kick. Bree sends Natty to the ropes. You know, the Bree mode running knee. Uh, near fall. Bree with the elbows to the neck. Bree sends Natalia to the mat. Kicks in the upper chest. And, uh, um... In honor of her husband, Daniel Bryan, the way he did it. Misses, she misses, uh, Brie misses the roundhouse kick. Natalia with the sharpshooter. Brie taps out. And that's it. We don't, I don't, if I'm correct, there's no more divas for the rest of that night. No Sasha. No, that's a lot. We do get Tamina wrestling, um, Charlotte or Becky or something like that. And that's, that's when they announced the Becky versus Charlotte for the title at the Rumble. But that's it. She used one of the oldest and dirtiest plays of the book to get Ric Flair to agree to put the title up for his daughter. Make it personal. Uh, on, a, on a positive note, uh, I, I was really happy to see uh, Natal, Nat back. Um, Natalia. She, um, she's such a great wrestler, that young lady. Um, you know, she's... She she does not deserve what she's been getting. Um, I really don't know what's been going on in the back, but she's such a great wrestler. She should be out there all the time. I don't want to hear about her getting old. Flair wrestled, she's, but she's not even that old. She's what thirty three. That's not old. That's not old at all. Layla Layla L, former WWE diva, now retired. Retired just last year, and she's thirty eight. And they still kept her. She was wrestling more than Natty was. Natty can still go. She even she even lost a lot of weight. She got more fit. She she looks like she can go another ten years. I understand the situation with her husband Tyson, Tyson Kidd going with the well, that, That's what might have happened. That she wanted to stay home. Well, she actually her. got injured. She she had an injury. I don't recall what it was. She did have an injury. She recovered. She came back uh, uh, Monday. But it's just, 
if you're using her husband as an excuse, please, please get the hell out of my face, WWE, because that's ridiculous. She needs to be Divas. I believe she won Divas Championship, the Divas title before, but we're talking seven years ago. Maybe six years ago. It's a long time. Give her it back. She's definitely a, a, a heart family member because she can wrestle. Yeah. Um, yeah, at times she wrestles like Jim Manville, powerhouse, but she also throws in a few Bret Hart stuff in there. And she deserves better than what she's been getting. Um, don't care so much for her and Total Divas because she's always crying. <laughs> but um, She's always the mother type in the show too. Yeah, but she deserves a title run um, and better treatment than what she's been getting. Um, even, you know. But that being said, you know, she's not the only one that's been uh, mistreated. Um I think it's past. I don't like what they're doing with with um, with Sasha Banks and, and Team Bad. Team Bad, yeah, because you know Naomi. She's been there a long time now. She's she's gotten so well wrestling, and they just she finally got her push as a heel. Yeah, but it, and how long did that last? But I mean, well, that's what I'm saying. She finally got her push. They started the the family she stuff. She should have been on her third reign already as the divas champion. Oh, well. <clears throat> you know. Yet here they come and they bring up this young girl, <coughs> Sasha Banks, and they pretty much put her on, ahead of. Yeah, but now she's Naomi. she she never got a title shot. I. It's uh, coming. You, They're you, just waiting for the flare. She's hurt now. They're, they're, she's denying injury, but she's hurt. But, you know, I know Ric Flair, 16-time world champion. I know two-time Hall of Famer. Daughter Charlotte. But who cares? She just came up. Why she got the title? I mean, same goes to... I was, I was happy in 2014, night after WrestleMania. Paige debuts. Convinces AJ Lee for a title shot. Wins on her first night. Hooray! Why? Tamina, she could have won. Naomi could have won that. Natalia. But that year, that Naomi uh, definitely should have won that title. That's why I said she should have been in her third title reign already. But then you got Charlotte that comes up. I'm not saying she's bad, but she's a fresh new girl. She, you know, NXT girl just came up. Why didn't that go to Sasha? Why didn't that go to Becky? Or maybe they could have brought up Bailey and give that to her. They gave it to Charlotte. I'm not saying she doesn't deserve it, but why not Brie or maybe Natalia, Naomi again? They just pushed everybody to the side for Ric Flair's daughter. She wasn't supposed to be that, and that's exactly what she is. She's wooing. She's figure four leg locking. She's title snatching, whatever you want to call it. She's her father. That's all she's being. That was that was pretty great last night when uh, when Becky Lynch she went off. She did the the Ric Flair limousine ride and <laughs> Jeff flying. That impressed Rick. I, Rick was like, "Wow!" <laughs> I never saw his face light up like that in a long time. So um, yeah, she she did pretty good. She did pretty good. 
Um, I like Becky Lynch. I'm a fan of hers. Um, love you, Becky. If you ever hear this, I don't know if you will, but uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm excited for her to win the title. Also, she's been she's been uh, through a lot in her career um, to be where she is right now. Um, that being said. I still believe that Naomi should get the title before her, but I definitely looking forward to a Becky Lynch title run. Um, uh, Flair, she got her chance, and that's great, and I'm sure she will get another one. But she, it's time for her to move to the back of the line and let uh, someone else shine. You know, um, you know, you don't want to get the same effect. Like, although I'm a big, huge Cena fan, I think that they overkilled them. And and I don't mean that I was tired of seeing him on TV. I think they overkilled him, meaning they worked his butt hard. It was good to see him. I know it's it's bittersweet for him. He got injured, but he's come on, Cena. You're you're gone for six to nine months. It's got to feel great. When you come back, come back as a heel, or I'm gonna whoop your ass. Because it's time. We got guys like Sami Zayn, Danny O'Brien, um, Roman Reigns, Finn Balor eventually. They're all going to come up and replace you for Make-A-Wish. Dude, you have 500 plus wishes. I know what I love what you're doing for the kids. It's time to take a break. The kids are going to, you know, the, the Make-A-Wishes will keep going without you. I think Asina might actually become even popular. If he turned heel. Um, again, I'm no advocate of heel turns. I don't like heels. I'm a, I'm a, a face type of fan. I like old face. I don't like to see heels. Because ultimately because the new heels of today, they make them so so uh, childish. But Cena's run, not a, Cena, Cena is not a new age heel. He started heel. The basic th- I don't want basic thugonomics back. I want to heal Cena, just not that again, because we went through that. But it was new. It was fresh. It was something you've never seen. It was the white boy from West Newberry rapping. Who sees that? Of course, that's instant heat. So that was good. And he's original. He's not new age. Yeah, he had the chain chain locked around his head, his neck, where he uh, on occasion used it to get the upper hand man. But again, I think that the fans would would cheer him more now if he turned heel. Sort of like the Stone Cold effect. Um, He could do no wrong. And I think the same thing will happen with Cena. So, as much as you all would love to see us continue talking about Raw and everything that happened, we're not here for a recap. We're here... For our thoughts. So we're going to skip all the way ahead to the ending. Um, this is a red. Now we're going to skip ahead all the way. Highlight rail started. Uh, Paul Heyman came out. Jericho called him Brock out. Brock comes out. Before he gets in the ring. Roman comes out. Boom. Big Brock. The minute that Brock Lesnar entered that ring with Roman Reigns. He hits him with the massive spear. And then the League of Nations came out, and it started, you know, of course, the the last Raw before Rumble. We got to see a little preview. So you bring in Roman. I mean, you bring in the League of Nations. They come and attack. 
And then all you hear is, ha, ah, bro, ha, ah, boom. White family comes out. Yeah, what 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 is this? I, I think that I like Bray Wyatt and I like the family. However, this constant uh, winning streak that they have in, where they're even destroying the Dudley boys, uh, I am totally against it. I, I still don't know where they're going with this last night's finish. I like the finish. I don't like what they did with the Dudleys. But if you were going to have that finish, don't have him face the Dudleys. I didn't like the finish yesterday. It made no sense. What do you mean? Because no there was, there's, there's, I don't know, there was probably 15 guys out in the ring to end it. And so that means you have another 15 back there. Why didn't they come out? You have Big Show, who they're acting like nothing ever happened to him, yet he was beat down the rope prior. Last week's Raw. Yeah, but this, this wasn't about gimmicks. This was about the Rumble. This wasn't about storylines. This was about the Rumble, the WWE Championship. One versus all. They were showing one versus all. Roman was down. Lesnar didn't get a hand of him. They're saving that for the Rumble. But Wyatt's got a hand of him. Lee got a hand of him. And they were the two main of the night. They don't want to give you too much. They're not stupid. I, I think that's where the writers go wrong. They force feed us people that, you know, again, I, I like Bray Wyatt. I don't think that he should be getting the big push that he's getting. Um, it's this constant win, 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 win. Well, he's not even getting win, a push. Win, win. He's not That's a wrestling. Push. He's win, not wrestling. Win. It's his well, family. It's family. It's That's family. what I'm saying. The Wyatt family. What is he doing? He wrestles. Well, they're making him a monster heel quietly. Is that when he gets into the ring? When, when the Intercontinental? When the U.S.? When the tag team? Then we can talk about World Heavyweight. I don't like the fact that they gave Roman the WWE title. I like that he's the champ. I don't like that they didn't give him nothing else. Because it's easy to go from one bracket up and up and up. But when you go up and then you got to go back and then you're going up and then you're going back. But the Intercontinental and, and the U.S. titles are meant to see... You know, it shows the writers... Uh, even though I hate to admit it, but it shows McMahon what these individuals who they're thinking about giving the title to, the world heavyweight title to, what could they do with the Intercontinental? If they succeed with the Intercontinental, then they move them on to to carrying the world title. But if they fail as the Intercontinental, then all the U.S. title, then... They don't get the push they're looking for for the world title. Um, that's why I think today we see Ambrose with the IC title. Because um, I think that when, when they couldn't get Roman over, they had plans of giving it to Ambrose. But they have reservations about whether he, as the lunatic fringe, be a champion that's worthy. And he's obviously going to be with the fans. The fans love him. They don't care what he can go in there and spend five minutes wiping his ass. And they will cheer this man. But it, it was, they don't, WWE doesn't really care about that. They care about sales. Because you saw, I mean, we survived without a WWE champion. We didn't freaking have a WWE champion around when Brock won it. 
Ooh, basing it off intercontinental championships. And I don't think. Uh, yeah, let's go one. Let's go change wrestlers for a minute. I don't think that McMahon sees Kevin Owens because he gave him the NXT title. I know he doesn't have nothing to do with that. Like you like to fight with me about, but somehow he has a little bit of say, and he okay him getting the NXT championship, which he didn't hold that long. He held it for maybe three or four months. Because he wasn't there that long. <laughs> he was... Okay, and they quickly gave it to Finn Balor. Actually, no, he did hold it. Because remember, he was there for about six months, but he was champ for about four. They gave it to him like that. Yeah, because they wanted to see if he could hold the title and what could he do with it as a champion. That failed. So they give it to Finn Balor. They move him up to the main roster... Always. They have him feud with Cena for a bit to see. And Cena is your guy. Cena is your face. So he's going to tell you, yeah, this guy got it. Or no, this guy doesn't got it. And he didn't do bad. So the next step after that would be, okay, let's give him a title. What can it be? So the U.S. title or the Intercontinental? They decided on the Intercontinental. They make him champion. McMahon, again, again, this is all speculation by me, but again, it seemed like McMahon did not like the way he was defending or carrying himself as an IC champion. And they strip him, of, well, not strip him, they take the belt away and they put it on Ambrose. He's still champion, is he? Yeah. So. And now they're, they're fighting again. They're fighting again, and he's not going to win. I think he will. They're, they're going to give it back to him. I don't, I mean... I don't know what's been going on with Owens. They had a bright future for him in their plans, but I don't want to see him. And the internet marks, we're not going to be the popular podcast in the internet mark, for the internet marks, I'll tell you that. But I know Kevin Owens is one of the top wrestlers in the indies, and he came in, and I was excited. Just and that's to... great. But that's that. You leave him there. He's Kevin Steen in the Indies. But you know what? You have to leave Kevin Steen in the Indies. But you know what? Now we can go right back to AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, and James Storm. That was that. This is here. It's the same thing. And Owens to Vince cannot carry himself. I don't. I personally don't think he knows how to full officially. In the Indies, you can carry yourself as a champion. I mean, for Christ's sake, you can carry yourself as... Zack Ryder carried himself as the internet champion. That... Blew up in the internet because those are indie fans. But you put that on TV, he wasn't going to be able to do it. So anybody can carry themselves as a champion in the indies. And I hate to say, I hate to take away what they do because some of them go above and beyond. Finn went above and beyond. He wasn't just the indies champion, he was the champion. And they saw that. And he's doing it now at NXT. Owens, I, I don't think so. And if he gets a hold of this and he wants to trash talk us on Twitter, go ahead. It's not your first time you did it. But it, it's the truth. And I, I was kind of ashamed when he came in. He had a gut. Now I'm not a I'm not a tiny man myself, but when you were in the Indies, bro, you did not have that gut. Where the hell did that come from? You can lose it. And I think that's another thing that went into a factor for Vince. You know his ideal guy. I'm not a Kevin Owen fan. Um, I, obviously, I respect the man. He's a family man, and he's doing this for his family. I can, I would always respect that. Um, I don't think um, his character bowls well for me. Um, he's to be face. 
again, it could be, could be that. I'm a, I am an advocate for face turns and I will give you a chance. Even even the, the most hated guy that I hated last year was Seth Rollins. I'm willing to give him a chance as a face to see how he does. Um, I don't like the heel character they put on him because he ran, he runs, he defended the title by running away. And I just hate those matches. I hate those heels. You want to turn heel, turn heel, be full-fledged. Yeah, you want to cheat, pull a tight, hit him with a chair when the referee's not looking. I'm all for that. That's what I grew up on. But running away every time there's this face in trouble, it, it, I just could not deal with that. I, and I, I, I lost him. I lost, well, he lost me as a fan. So, but I'm willing to give him a chance as a face if that's the direction they're going with him. Um, I don't, if he comes back here, I don't see a need for him. I really don't. I, I'm going to make a, I'm going to make the last point on that statement and then we're going to move on to the rumble. The reason for that, and I hope, I, I, now I hope this gets to people in the WWE. Don't let them step on you. Rollins was doing his job. You got to be a heel. You're going to win the money in the bank. You're going to run. Authority's going to help you. He could have said, whoa, 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 I don't want to do that. I want to fight. But he didn't. Because he knows if he does that, really, you want to fight? All right, we'll go to the next guy. But if everybody's doing that, the WWE would eventually have no choice but to listen. The wrestlers know what's best. And I think it's time for these wrestlers to shut, to step up and shut them the hell up. Because not all the time is Hunter, Stephanie, and the writers gonna know what to do and what's right. Because and and this, you know Triple H did it himself. He ran his own his own career with Sean. He knows what it's like. So I feel like if someone went to him and said, "Hunter, I'm not gonna do this," he will listen. But that goes back to this is showing Triple is not running it. It's still Vince's show. At the end of the day. He's in point. Now. Let's move on. To the next pay-per-view. This Sunday. Live on the WWE Network. For only $9.99. How much? $9.99. $9.99. The Royal Rumble. Out of the other 11 pay-per-views. Aside from WrestleMania. This is number one. The Royal Rumble is the. Not one of is the most exciting pay-per-view every year to me. So now let's go on. We're not going to talk about... We went over through matches. At the end of the show, we will give our predictions. But let's talk surprise entrance. Number one that on the seems, list. That seems to be taking over the Royal Rumble every year now. Yeah, if you don't give that to us, we're going to riot. Yeah. So much. let's start with the first speculated one. The phenomenal one, AJ Styles. Yeah, AJ Styles um, quite possibly can do it. Um, uh, he's elite out that he might have signed with WWE, so who knows? It might, I, it might have ruined it. It might have, you know, so... Damn internet. Um, I think that before he goes into the Hall of Fame, that Sting 
should be a, a surprise entrance. A surprise entrance. Hell, even if it's just coming in for revenge on like Triple H, like eliminate his ass and then leave. Go ahead. Well, I, I, even I want him to last. I want him to wrestle for at least 10, 15 minutes in there, stay in there, get some, some WWE experience. Those are matches he's never been involved in. You know, he's only been involved on in, on, on uh, WrestleMania and Survivor Series. And Survivor Series, that's it. No, no, not a champion. And not a champion. That's where he fought Rollins. So, so I we, was, but that's not even Nine of Champions is not one of the core pay per views. But it was the fact that it was for the title. But I, I definitely would like to see Sting come out and and be a, a participant of the Royal Rumble, uh, especially since it's here in Orlando, um, where WCW uh, Nitro, where where Nitro. Not started because they started in the Mall of America, uh, but where where it, it made its name on in MGM Studios, where it got more popular. I should say, not made its name. Where WCW was popular was here in Orlando, um, in Florida, throughout the region. Um, but yeah, Sting definitely should be a, a secret or surprise entrance. Surprise entrance. So we got the two possibility reality ones. Let's go to fantasy. He's on a farewell tour. Farewell tour. His final match against Bobby Lashley on TNA Live event is January 31st after the Rumble. So here's a fantasy one. Wait, Kurt, are you talking about the Patriot? Yes. No. I'm talking about Kurt freaking Angle. He wrestled with a broken freaking neck. It's true. It's damn true. Everybody wants to hear that. It's a long shot. Uh, I don't call it impossible. Well, his last match is a live event. Triple H doesn't like him. I don't know what's going on. He didn't. He didn't want him. Yeah. Don't give him a run. Fine. You don't bring him in. His final match is on a live well, event. You know, every secret or every uh, surprise entrance always had a little run in WWE right after Booker T, uh, Kevin Nash before him. Yeah, not all of them, because DDP returned last year. And then Bubba. Boogeyman. Bubba. Boogeyman. He didn't it. So, I, there's a lot that can... For me, uh, fantasy, I would like to see MVP. Yes. Make his return. I would love to hear the tick-tock. You hear the clock ticking. Shelton Benjamin. These are guys that you need. And I, I hate that they're not world championship material. These are guys you need in that mid-card. They can help the Intercontinental and the U.S. titles division. Um, wow, who else? Uh, there's a lot of people we want to see. I know we all want to see Ray. I want Ray back, but he's over in Lucha. Lucha yeah, Underground. Yeah. Hey. I, I would definitely like to see Johnny Mundo one time. Hey, NXT. You know, two years ago we had Rusev. He made his debut there. Later making a debut, eventually, on SmackDown. I'll see Finn. I want to see Finn, maybe. Maybe a Samoa Joe. I can see these guys. I would love to Sammy see... Sami Zayn. Johnny Mundo, uh, better known as Johnny Nitro. Or John or Morrison. Or John Morrison. Uh, While we added real name John Hennigan. How great would that be to see 
Kofi Kingston and him jumping around like Spider Man from Lord I Lord. hope they do that with Kofi again. Because last year he was New Day. It was the beginning of New Day, and they still did it. But last year's was a debacle. So it was, you know, you, you need to top last year's. Last year sucked. It was the worst Rumble match anybody's ever seen, beginning to end, except for Bubba's return. That's it. They booed when Brian got eliminated. They booed when Reigns uh, won. They booed the authorities showing King. They still booed Roman when The Rock came out. It was horrible. Philly, I'm ashamed of you. Because y'all ended up cheering him when he won it there in Philly. And they saw the arrows of their ways. Um, There's a lot of people. We what about Big Papa Pump? He's psycho. <laughs> I might get sued for just saying that. <laughs> he is psychotic. He's crazy. Yeah, there's so many WCW wrestlers that uh, that are sitting home right now. They have to give up their wrestling career because of no room for them in WWE or anywhere else. Like a yeah. great wrestler, Mark Merrill. I met Mark, Mark Merrill. He's an inspirational Speaker, he came to my school. I met him, so but Mark is, he's is, still doing great. He's Mark, but he went a different route in his career. Yeah, he's old. He hasn't wrestled in a while. So hey, man, you see him today. I I say he he can still wrestle like he like he never lost a step. That's what he looks like to me. But uh, he, you know, let's go back to fantasy entry. I would love to see Buck uh, Buff Bagwell. <laughs> no, no one wants to see Buff Bagwell. I'm glad he recovered though. I, I heard he had a medical issue a year ago, but. I don't think anybody wants to see that. But I know what you want to see. You want to see the real American. And I'm not talking swagger. I'm talking Hulk Hogan. Yeah, I do. You know. Uh, they Hulk, say he will come back before Hulk, Mania. Hulk so. said what he had to say. And, you know, he never backed down. Never said I, I never denied it. Um, it is what it is. He didn't hurt nobody. The black community didn't seem to care very much. And. You know, um, and he had a few black uh, wrestlers that came to his defense. Virgil. So, you know, it's something he didn't think was, you know, it's something the way he talks because he's he's not a racist. When you're not a racist and you say those things, I think you get away with it. But if you're a known racist and you say those things with, and then malicious, then, you know, it surprises me. I know we're getting off topic again, but it surprises me. In a generation when the N-word is being thrown around with the A at the end, like if we're talking about politics and you're still getting on this man, it, it's, it's, I am, I'm ashamed. I never thought he was a racist. I heard that. I was like, okay. But if it's in court, it's bad. You're going to arrest him for it? Really? What are you going to do? Who cares? Yeah, because now, nowadays everything's a hate crime. So, but I'll tell but, you this. I'll say this, and I'll say this right now. Hogan, you're in the Tampa area. We're he's, in. He's the, always here in Orlando, and you're you're constantly in Orlando. We're here in Orlando. If you're listening to this right now, contact us at fswpodcast at gmail We will give you your airtime to talk here. We don't, we don't care what you say. We will give you your airtime here on FSW Podcast. It'll be my father's dream anyways. He's dying to meet you. And we will give you Love your airtime. We'll give you your airtime to, to say your part. 
if you're legally bounded to. If not, then if you're if you're told by your lawyers not to, then okay. But if you're not told by them, then come to us. We'll give you your time. So we're reaching the end. And we're going to go on to predictions. Now, there's five matches confirmed for Sunday. We still got SmackDown to watch. I believe those matches are still I have the announced. spoilers here. Would you like me to read them? No, I do not want to read spoilers. Uh, you know fun. I don't like spoilers. It's the worst thing happened in wrestling. Let's start it. The spoilers? No. Uh. Charlotte with Ric Flair on, the si- on her side versus Becky Lynch. Singles match for the WWE's championship. Prediction. Who's going to win? Um, I, I can I, I actually see Becky winning. I actually see her winning. Um, only because I I think WWE wants to see uh, Charlotte as a two-time champion. Now, and that's fine. Don't give me they a... Wanna, they want to move past her first title reign already. And if you, do, if you give me a one-month Becky Lynch reign, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to scream. But I also believe Becky will win, win her first Divas Championship and make history. Ever since the explosion of the rebranded NXT, she will be the first Diva to come up and win the Divas Championship with no experience of the NXT Women's Championship. Because Paige won the Women's Championship. She was Divas and Women's Championship champion at the same time. Charlotte won it, and I think those are the only two right now because it's been Sasha and now Bailey, and they haven't won yet. Alberto Del Rio against Galisto, singles match for the WWE's title. Predictions. Um, I think that Calisto uh, is going to win. And um, I think they, they want to move uh, Del Rio away from the U.S. title, secondary titles in WWE. They use them to, uh, to get the title to, to a little be more prestigious. Having Cena hold it and now another former world heavyweight champion. So I, I see Kalisto winning. I saw when Kalisto won it out, shocked. And then when the next day WWE revealed, guess who won it? The Rio. I was pissed. But it makes sense. If he wins this Sunday, it makes sense. Kalisto cannot just come in and win the title on Sunday. He could, logically. But, you know, we need some buildup. What is it? He beat Dario. He lost it the next day, uh, te- by technicality, the next couple days on Thursday Night SmackDown. He's going to fight him again on the Roy- at the Royal Rumble and win it back. It's for redemption, and I like that. The New Day, Big E, Kofi Kingston, and or Xavier Woods, not yet announced, will defend it. WWE Tag Team Championship in a tag team match against Jimmy and Jay, the Usos. Predictions. I see the Usos winning and going on to feud with the Dudley Boys. Um, Mania? Yeah, well, I think there's a there's one in between. Chamber. Yeah, but that that's where you waste the New Day's rematch. They get they get a rematch. They got it right. Yeah, but that, I, I could see the rematch clause being used on Raw because they want the belt right away because that's who the New Day is. I need it right away. That's my title. I'll tell you this. There's a world-famous two-time champs, feel the power, and that's it. They won't win the title for a long time. If and ever, I, I think that at this point in their career, Sorry for that big quietness. even though they were... Yeah. 
quote unquote tag team of the year, the Usos. Um, I think that this time around they're going to be transitional champions. Where it won't. They're, they're going to have a good feud with Dudley's. I believe that. I think that power of positivity. I think that they're going to drop the belts to the Dudley's, and I, I, I'm going to make a really bold prediction here. I think that the Dudleys will hold a belt for about a month where they were amazingly, incredibly dropped the belts to the Ascension to give them a, a boost. You heard it here first on FSW Podcast. Ascension, new tag team champs as a possibility. We talked about him earlier, Kevin Owens. He will be facing Dean Ambrose, Intercontinental Championship, for the title in a last man standing match. Predictions? Uh, as much as I hate to say this, but I, I see Steen of Owens going over on, on Ambrose and regaining the title. Um, I think that Ambrose is a main eventer. And I think that they gave him the belt for, for, for two reasons. You know, they didn't want to see him beltless. And they weren't ready to give him the world title. And second, it was to give the belt. Because it's like Cena holding the U.S. title. How he gave it prestige. And then they gave it a the real. And well, it started with Brian, remember, in the Intercontinental. That's where the prestige came in. Right, right. I actually know it started with Cody. Cody Rhodes. Uh, that was years ago, though. That, that He brought back. But that's not that. Their plan was not to bring prestige with him because he still he was still young. They wanted to mean something, and they gave it to Cena. And I see that, you know, the Intercontinental Belt or title is McMahon's baby, and he wants to add prestige back to that title. And I think that's why they gave it to Ambrose. And, and in fact, it's gonna go back and forth. I think the belt. I don't think so. It's, it's going to be a long battle heading into WrestleMania. I think the belt ha- will change hands twice. And it starts this Sunday on Raw. Um, Raw Rumble, when Steam regains the IC title. And uh, we'll hold it for about a month or two. And he'll drop it again. You made a bold prediction. And it's my turn. I agree. Owens will win. I agree. They want prestige. Owens will lose the title to a returning WWE superstar with a lot of credibility. Someone like Angle. Not saying Angle, but someone like Angle. And I feel that's how they'll bring prestige. Hey, let's talk about bringing the Bully Ray character. Could be him. Could be Devon. Honestly, I think he's going to be AJ Styles. It could be AJ Styles. I think that's where they're going to head. They don't want Ambrose, obviously, to drop it to, to uh, Angle. I mean, uh, Styles. Styles. But Owens could. But Owens will drop the title. I honestly think Vince is high on Styles. This is one guy coming in that Vince is high on. And I think he's wanted him for a long time. All right, final prediction. Now... There's only five confirmed, so these were the five matches that we talked about. Of course, there's going to be impromptu matches like the Ascension versus, like, I don't know, Tyler Breeze and the Gobbledygooker or something like that. So, 
The final prediction will be the 30-man Royal Rumble match for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Who? It's going to be Roman Reigns. They're stacking it against him. And the fact that he got a beat down, this Raw, this past Raw, got knocked out, uh, tells me he'll win the title. He'll, he'll retain the title. I, I do believe that. There's reports saying that he wants, they want him to be champion entering Mania. He can lose the Rumble. I don't want to see... I didn't want him to win back-to-back Rumbles. But now for the title, and it's kind of like I want him to. But no, he can lose Rumble. Because then he gets his rematch at the Elimination Chamber. Then he can win there. Go into Mania as champ. You, you never know who's... Yeah, well, I can see I think, Brock winning. I, I, I can see, see that happening only because I think the fan base would drop if he did that. I'll tell you this. AJ Styles... His uh, possibility of coming to WWE and entering. Reports came out saying that when he got announced, plans were going to be thrown out. I'll say this right now. If AJ Styles comes out as a surprise entrant in that Royal Rumble match, he will be the winner in the new WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Calling it. That's my prediction for the Royal Rumble. Very interesting. Very interesting. All right. We've held you up long enough. This has been a great first episode of Father Son Wrestling Podcast. Um, bear with us. Uh, we're new to this. When, <laughs> not only that, um, we're going to have guests on the show. We're working on that. Um, our first guest, hopefully, um, our cousin up in uh, in New York. He's wrestling actually, with... Actually, he's in New Jersey. New Jersey, that's correct. With CCW, Combat Zone Wrestling. Lazaro Oseas is a possible guest. If you're in the New Jersey area and you know him, that's our cousin. He's We're working on getting him as the first guest. We're going to have him over the phone due to distance. And um, we'll, that's going to be a start. And we will hope again. Hey, I invited Hogan. Hogan, you're welcome to. Um, we're, soon, we're going to also start uh, viewers' questions. Email us. FSWpodcast at gmail.com. You tell us if you want to be read on, on on air or if you want us to respond to you in email. So business deals, you want it? Email us. Um I haven't set this all podcast. I want to give a shout out to SoundCloud. They're not sponsoring us, but this is how we are sending out this podcast. It will be on our SoundCloud, FSW Podcast. Um, well, hope for a good episode two next. We don't know when. We will eventually pick days when these will be posted. Again, Barrera does. We're new. Um, last thing I want to leave with this. Viewers, if you're in the Albany, Georgia area and you had bought tickets for a live event at the Civic Center Friday, January 29th for the WWE, it has been canceled. The Civic Center has released a statement claiming that they will give refunds to everybody who bought a ticket. So, if you're in the Albany, Georgia area, Civic Center, January 29th, WWE Live event, canceled. Go get your refunds, people. Alright, I've been one half of your host, Jay Rodriguez. And I'm your second half of your your host, I'm Felix Rodriguez, and it's been a pleasure. We'll see you next time on Father Son 
Wrestling Podcast. FSW.